Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, season one of the Let's Give a Damn podcast has come to an end. This has been an incredible journey for me, and I hope it has been the same for you. I've received tons of feedback from you all about the stories and how they've impacted you deeply. I'm not kidding. I get texts and emails all the time, and I love every one of them. Like this one that I got from my friend last night. He wrote, My girlfriend loves your podcast. She's into it more than she's into me. Ha ha ha. Keep up the good work. Wanted to let you know that Let's Give a Damn is a huge encouragement to me. Thanks for all you're doing, dude. That, my friends, is exactly why I'm doing this. I want to use this tool to encourage and inspire you all to live in ways that cause physical, tangible change in your lives. Before we wrap up this season, I want to share something with you. I've pulled some of my favorite parts of our conversations that I've had over the last couple months, and I want you to hear them. You'll hear these clips in order of when they were released. So you'll hear from Jeremy Cowart from The Purpose Hotel, Bucky Buckstaber from Fly Fishing Collaborative, Kate Gazaway from Picture Change, Brett Hagler from New Story Charity, hip-hop artists Show Baraka and Propaganda, and last but definitely not least, Golri's Lucina from Soul Pancake. So without further ado, here you go. And the next day you're like, wait a minute, this is pretty awesome. I'm pursuing my dreams. The next day you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, it is that. I mean, it is that I've, for me for 15 years, just up and down, up and down every day. Even like in the last week, I would say I've been more down than I've been up. Hmm. Just, uh, you know, um, I don't know. It, it's hard. It's hard sometimes to see the bigger picture of what you're doing when you're just drowning in the details, drowning in the what's not happening even though like even though i'm trying to build a global hotel chain like when i remind myself of that i'm like oh yeah that's pretty cool what i'm doing but i'm not living in that i'm living in the like what is happening right now and look how far we have to go and look at all the competition look at all the money we have to find and look at all the things we have to do it's completely daunting i think it was a growing realization for me that helped me to learn how to give a damn for other people and i think i think there was uh, some inhibiting factors for me that kept me from really caring and giving a mm. damn about others and i think both of those factors that inhibited me from caring for others the way that i believe we should and what makes us thrive is i think that both of them are related to some sort of fear and here's what i mean mm-hmm. by that um i wouldn't care for the needs of others because unfortunately I was afraid of what it would demand of me. Wow. And that's a result of living in a hyper consumeristic society and culture. Seriously. Like if if I'm going to ignore and we tend to run from the things that we're afraid of, don't we? hundred percent. Yeah. And so for me, I was afraid of actually engaging in the needs of other people, not because I was afraid of any kind of damage I would do to them. I was afraid that it would demand too much of me and then I would lose some of my comfort. I remember um, when I started majoring in photojournalism, I was like always ready to go overseas and capture a story somewhere exciting. But our teacher, I mean, I lived in like a tiny one stop light town in college, but our teachers like find, find a story at home. Like, if you can't find a story that's right in front of you, what makes you think you're going to find a story overseas? Wow. Yeah, the story's everywhere. Yeah, and so that really made me, like, kind of, like, stop and appreciate where I was. I wasn't in, like, some big, exciting place, but it it is learning to, like, be more sensitive to detail and appreciate what's around you. 
And so uh, like not everyone can go overseas for three months or travel all over the right. place and get the best Instagram photos or yeah. anything like that. But really it's like like opening your eyes Just to pay attention. Yeah, pay attention to what's around you and start small. Don't be afraid to start small. You just got to understand that it's the hard that makes it great, right? It, it's yeah, the hard things totally. that you're willing to go through and that you're willing to do. That's what's actually going to make things happen. Because if it was easy, everybody would do it, right? It's going to be hard. And you just have to build this appetite to where you want the hard stuff, right? Like you, you want like the struggle is going to come and you just have to understand that's part of the process and that's part of the journey. But ultimately like the journey is the reward. And so when things are growing tough and like that's expected, that's when you know that you're in the arena and that you are doing something worth pursuing and that you're giving a damn because most people they'll say, sure, I want to go give a damn. But then when, you know, it actually is time to do that, right. they'll kind of back off. Faith should inform every aspect of life. And I think the problem, the reason why we're in such a mess that we have now is that faith didn't inform a lot of the forefathers and church leaders within the building of this, this country. Hmm. There's no way that you can have a faith that you truly believe that God has created all men and women and his image, but then turn around and say that men and women from another color uh, don't they they're three-fifths of a human or that we should be able to treat them as property we should be able to sell and beat them like cattle mm -hmm. that we should be able to split their families apart like that they shouldn't be educated right that we should be uh, selling them off um, or stealing them from other countries so it's absolutely paramount that I allow my faith to inform every area of life and if that if, if that's not the case, then we then I get into a dangerous place. My father made made my sister read the Angela Davis bi autobiography. I had to do a book report on Nat Turner and Malcolm X. So I had this picture of what it meant to participate in this like narrative that would change the world. You know what I mean? So it was almost like I, I, I knew, again, if you're going to matter, you got to do something that's more that's bigger than you. And it can't be just for accolades and money. I keep a list of like artists. I have it saved on my phone, a list of artists who never won Grammys, you know, but they changed the world. You know, we're talking hmm. The Doors, Jimi Hendrix, like Morrison, do you know what I'm saying? Janis Joplin, hmm. like these, these people, Hendrix, like they never, they never won Grammys, you know what I'm saying? But we all point back to them as like, you changed the world, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. I always knew that like, this is the narrative I want to sit inside of. I'm looking to be that instead of this. Where there's all these atrocities happening and all these injustices, and I don't want to diminish them. But at the same time, when I look at what is motivating and what catalyzes people and what empowers people, uh, it's, it's usually anything that comes from a place of love. And I think that what we've seen even in our content is that when something's infused with love and when something is infused with joy and, and it really is empowering, then, then people, there's something that is triggered in people's hearts and they are motivated to take action to, to, and that action may be like tiny and small. It might just be that they you know, hug their children tighter that day, or they right. are kinder to their neighbors, or that they smile, or they make eye contact. But um, yeah, I think that 
you know, I want to be in the industry of making content that's empowering. And what I get worried about is that a lot of the stuff that's out there, a lot of the stuff that's just hurting our con- our country and our world um, can make you feel, start to feel uh, really apathetic and really like there's no point, like futile. And as soon as you start going down that road, it's just the, it's kind of the kryptonite to empowerment, right? Uh, so I think that while we need to absolutely be aware and educated and uh, certainly not try to like live in some sort of like naive bubble of like everything's perfect, we need to we need to kind of have the duality. We need to be aware of the hurt, but really use our energies towards the healing. Wow. Amazing, right? My guests have so much wisdom and experience to share this season. I hope you've listened to every episode because they all have something unique to offer. I also quickly wanted to give you some updates from some of our guests. Jeremy Cowart and his team are still moving along and establishing the Purpose Hotel. This Purpose Hotel idea is one of the craziest, most ambitious, and awesome ideas I've ever heard of. So please keep up with what they're doing. Kate Gazaway was days away from heading to Nicaragua when I interviewed her a couple months ago. She has since returned, and I had a yummy drink with her at the Juice Bar in Nashville last month to hear about the trip. It went super well. It was so fun to hear an update from her. Brett Hagler's team at New Story Charity, they were able to build 500 homes this past year. That's incredible news. It really is. I love what they're doing. And really, there's so much more I could share, but I encourage you to go follow each one of these amazing humans on social media so you can keep up with what they're doing. Okay, let's wrap this thing up. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Let's Give a Damn exists to help you have your own Let's Give a Damn moment. A moment where you begin to see everything in your life, your time, energy, money, possessions, everything, as resources and means for helping and serving others, not just yourself. That's what this is all about. Now, I'm not saying I'm opposed to us having fun, buying stuff for ourselves, going on vacations and the like. I am. I love those things. We need those things. If we work hard, we get to enjoy life with our family and friends, no doubt. But as residents of Earth that are living alongside others that are suffering, it is incumbent upon us to figure out how we will be part of the change. In other words, what role am I playing and what role are you playing in making the world a better place for all, not just for some? I shared a quote in episode 00 that I think about all the time. To act like you have time on your hands is both reckless and irresponsible. I love that quote. It's so impactful. I hope to have 60 more years of life on this earth or more. I'm trying to take care of my body and my mind so that I have those 60 years. But the truth is we don't know what is going to happen to us. We don't know when our last day or moment on earth will be. So we must continue living in the tension of planning well for the future while also giving 110% every day to our family, our friends, our strangers, and the less fortunate. If you've listened to these stories and conversations I've shared with you, you're on the hook now. Sorry, but it's true. You can't go back from what you've heard and what you've felt from these stories. The abolitionist William Wilberforce said, you may choose to look the other way, but you can never say again that you did not know. So you've heard, you felt, What are you going to do about it now? Who are you going to help? How are you going to help? Have you had your let's give a damn moment? These are questions I want you to think through as we begin a brand new year 
and as you wait for season two of the podcast. Perfect segue into wrapping up this episode. Can I be honest with you for a few moments? Thanks. I love this podcast. I love podcasts, period. And I want to continue doing this for a long time to serve you and help you as you grow. But this costs money and it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources. I have personally spent thousands of dollars of my own money to produce this first season of the podcast. I am more than happy to do this. I really, really am. But as we go along, we will need to find ways to pay for the production and execution of this podcast. So as we approach season two, here are a few ways that you can help this podcast grow. For starters, tell everyone you know about it. Please, please, please share it on social media, send some text messages out, however you want, get it out there, share it. Second, please leave a review on iTunes. This will help us tremendously. Hundreds and hundreds of you listen to this podcast each week, and I only have 20 reviews on iTunes. So let's change that. Third, go to letsgiveadam.com and sign up for the Let's Give a Damn email newsletter. This is a an email that I send out where I'll share stories of good news and good things happening around the world. And I'll also share news and updates about the podcast. It's been fun. And the feedback that we've received from this has also been great. So join us. Lastly, if you have suggestions for people I should have on the podcast, again, go to letsgiveadam.com, click on the envelope icon on the bottom and send me an email with the potential guest's name where I can find out more about them and tell me why I should have them on. We are taking a break in January to regroup and plan for season two, which should, unless we run into any problems, launch in February of 2017. Some of the guests we have planned for season two are Scott Harrison from Charity Water, Caitlin Crosby from The Giving Keys, Brad Montague, creator of Kid President, Bob Goff, Jeremy Courtney from Preemptive Love Coalition, and many, many more. I can't wait for season two. There's so much in the store that I can't wait to share with you. So I hope this month is not too long for you to wait. I really, really love you guys. And I'm so grateful for the attention you've chosen to give me. I don't take that lightly. It really does mean the world to me, really. Please keep in touch. I'm at Nick Lepara on all social media, or just shoot me a note at hello at nicklapara.com. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, that was a lot in a few minutes. And that's all for now. I love you guys. I can't wait to connect with you next year. Bye for now.